Listeners, remember when everyone was doing juice cleanses and was basically hangry all the time? Well, there's a better, more sustainable way to lose weight. Row provides access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market. The Row Body Program pairs a weekly shot with healthy lifestyle changes so you can lose 15 to 20% of your weight in a year on average and actually keep it off. Rose partners handle all the insurance paperwork to help get medication covered. If eligible for medication, patients have access to their provider on demand for any questions. You can sign up online from the comfort of your own home. This means no scheduling a doctor's appointment, no commute to the doctor's office, and no waiting rooms. Average weight loss is 15 to 20% in one year with healthy lifestyle changes. BMI and other eligibility criteria apply. Go to Roe co slash clink sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 after that medication costs are separate that's ro.co slash clink listeners did you know that an estimated 5 billion plastic hand soap and cleaning bottles are thrown away each year and if that's not bad enough most cleaning formulas are 90 percent water which is heavy to ship leading to excessive carbon emissions plus those products are often filled with nasty ingredients like chlorine and ammonia that's a lose-lose situation for you and the planet nobody's trying to have that enter blue land blue land is on a mission to eliminate single-use plastic by reinventing cleaning essentials to be better for you and the planet with the same powerful clean you're used to. The idea is simple. They offer refillable cleaning products with a beautiful cohesive design that looks great on your counter. Fill your reusable bottles with water, drop in the tablets, and wait for them to dissolve. Genius! You'll never have to grab bulky cleaning supplies on your grocery run again. Refill start at just $2.25. Blue Land is trusted in over 1 million homes, including mine, y'all. When I received my first shipment of Blue Land, I was blown away by how this simple concept just makes so much sense. It's so easy. You just drop the tablet into the stylish functional bottles and get your clean on. I love the subscription option because I am not trying to get one more bulky item in my cart. Blue Land products really get the job done and leave my home smelling so fresh and clean. Blue Land has a special offer for our listeners. Right now, get 15% off your first order by going to blueland.com slash clink. You won't want to miss this, guys. Blueland.com slash clink for 15% off. Welcome. Welcome. Housewives of True Crime. Welcome. Welcome. Good morning. How's it going? Good it's morning. going, you know, it's going good. I'll tell you what. I took a two-day getaway, went to go visit my sister in Northern California, and that meant my husband mm, right. was left in charge of the children. Mm-hmm. How'd it go? It, it went okay. They didn't, like, do homework or anything. I think he tried. It's okay. Yeah. I packed lunches and stuff for every, I mean, I made it as easy as possible for him, but I'll tell you what, just that little getaway, my kids are being nicer to me. My husband's being nicer to me. You know, sometimes you got to get away to get appreciation up in here. Okay. Well, I need to get away then. You do need to get away. I do. But you got to leave your husband home with the kids. Yes. I know. Yes. Yeah. He no like one. I feel like I feel like I come home and he's Mr. Grumpy Pants. I would rather get away with just him, which we were supposed to go this weekend. 
on a little getaway and we had a hiccup. So we are not going any longer. So I'm, I'm not getting away. (laughs) I'm going to be full on (laughs) Boy Scout football, all of the above this weekend. Well, that's what you got to do. Yeah. Got to do what you got to do. I'm also very happy though, because I am going to finish all the Christmas decor. So you can come over and see it. Oh, would love to. Uh, I know, I know my neighbors are going to think I'm such assholes because they still have their Halloween stuff up. Oh, did and you put I, your Christmas out? I'm going to put it up this weekend because it's the only time I have yeah. time. I'm seriously booked like every weekend from now until Christmas. So sorry. You got to do what you got to do. Get the hint. Yeah. It's Christmas time. Take down your boo shit. <laughs> <laughs> I think November 2nd is like, it has to come down November 2nd. Yeah. yeah. Right? Now we're like almost in mid-November. Anything exciting happened this week? No? Okay. (laughs) She's shaking her head. No. (laughs) She's boring AF. (laughs) I mean, I sort of am. I mean, the only, the big topic of conversation around my house is my kids are asking a lot of questions about the tooth fairy. And you think if you tell them about the tooth fairy, then. Yeah, if I, if I, I am like just dismissing them because I'm saying. I just am like, I don't know what you're talking about. Later. I mean, you know, my kids don't even put their, they never have asked me if it's real or not. They just decided they're not going to put their teeth under their pillow anymore. They're just going to keep them. So I don't, I don't, we just never had that conversation, which is fine with me. I think, you know, they, they got it. The whole Santa Claus thing, though, I, I do think my older boy still believes in Santa Claus. Or maybe he just wants to believe. I don't know. I'm just afraid. Listen, I'm not big on lying to my kids. Like, you know. So Mm -hmm. I would tell them more truthful answers about the tooth fairy if they straight up ask me. I mean, they're old enough. They're eight and nine to know the truth. Yeah. But I just want one last Christmas with the magic. And I'm afraid if I tell them the truth, then they're going to put all the pieces together. And it's like, let's just have one last one. I know. I think you're I think it's good. You remember what I did is I set up the camera. You know, my daughter like tried to pretend to or she actually did try to record Santa Claus. And I came down and I noticed it. And so I set up an app on my phone where you can pause. And then I airdropped the video to her her iPod so it looked like Santa came and set up all the stuff in like a blink of an eye. And it was awesome. I mean, you should do something like that. Well, I think maybe you traumatized her, though, because she's going to like believe forever. And then all the kids are going to be like, <laughs> hi, it's high school, Kyla, like. Really? It's possible. <laughs> it's definitely possible. <laughs> My kid. Um, but it's fun. We were camping. Do one, it. Well, we were. Okay. So this is what's been coming up is we were camping one time and somebody was lighting up those things, you know, that you pull with a rubber band and you shoot them up in the air and they glow in yes. the dark and then they spin down. We were kind of I on love a those. bluff. Yeah. They're super fun. So we were on a bluff above where people were doing them kind of in the distance. And so when we saw them, I told my kids like, oh, look, it looks like the fairies are flying. And so now Willow's. Yeah, they did. They were like, we saw fairies (laughs) for sure. So now Willow is like, they told their friends. She's like, remember that time we saw the fairies? She's like, I, 
I'm thinking maybe you lied. And I'm like, oh, oh goodness gracious. That's a little harsh, child. <laughs> oh, your kids are so funny. They like do not hold back. No, I don't know where they get that. Oh, I don't either. Um, okay, so I am on the mic for two weeks in a row. Gretchen just reminded me, which is so fun. What goes around comes you around, boo. Stories. <laughs> I get to tell you lots of stories. And guess what? This week, the story comes out of your hood. Actually, close to where you just were on your little getaway. Oh, really? Yeah, you ready to hear it? Yeah. Okay, this week we are going to California, Calusa County to be exact. Calusa County? I don't even know where that is. Okay, well, I'm going to tell you. It's right above Sacramento. Okay. Off the 5 freeway. I know you were on the 5 this week. I was on the 5 and I passed through Sacramento, but then I took a east turn. Okay, so you would kind of take a west turn. It's by Mendocino. Uh, okay. And it's before you get to Chico. Okay. So I'm pretty sure you were pretty close to that. A couple hours. Geography. It's a farming. Not your strongest suit. Okay. What? <laughs> that's like you a say? couple. That's like, it's like a couple hours away. From where you were? Chico well, is if like. if you passed Sacramento. I didn't pass it. It's. Oh, you said you passed it. No, okay. I didn't pass it. I got there and turned east. Oh, okay. Okay. Got it. Okay. Well, you pass it and then you don't get to Chico yet. So okay, it's like okay. in between boring too. Sacramento That's and Chico. Anyways, up. just to let okay. you know, the population is 21,000. So it's pretty small. Pretty small. And the houses are somewhat affordable. Right now you can buy a really, really lovely four bedroom home for $400,000. So I feel like it's a pretty nice place to live. The Moore family thought so. Grandpa Moore built his roots in Calusa County. His exact name was Richard Moore. He found himself 1,800 acres and started a farm. They had walnut orchards, rice fields, tomatoes. It was a working farm, and it did real well for the family. That sounds awesome. I feel like it sounds like maybe your last life or something or your next life, you know, like I feel like you would like to. I would love a farm. I know. I think you would. (laughs) Or maybe when you retire, when Jeremiah retires from like the ocean life. As long as we have like a a farm. farm. Listen, we could live on an island with a farm. That's the dream. Sure. Lots of people do that in Maui. Yeah. I dated a guy that had a farm in Maui, had cows and everything. Um, and he was real cute, surfer guy. Yeah. I think he's still out there, actually. Anyways, uh, Richard Moore, he left his farm to his two sons, Roger and Gus. Gus's real name was Arlen, but for the sake of this case, we will call him Gus because that's what he went by. The Moore brothers' farm was what it was known to be. And for years, the farm was run by these two guys, as well as two employees who also happened to be brothers, Roberto and Eduardo Ayala. Gus and Roger each also had sons of their own. 
one of Gus's sons name was Peter, Peter Moore, and Roger's son was Paul Moore, which I think is kind of funny. Peter and Paul, it's like very biblical. Yeah. You agree? I agree. I should know this, but I think Peter still from Paul, something like that. Or something. It's something like that. <laughs> a bunch of you are. We skipped a couple Sundays. Things. Yeah. You know, Damn so it. many people have uh, biblical names and I, they have to remind me because I don't realize. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, like, I have, you know, David a is a biblical time. name. You know, there's all these names that you just forget are biblical. Yes. David yeah, is a very so Jewish common. name also. My husband's yeah. name is Jeremiah. It's a biblical name too. That's 100%. My my name also is in the Bible if you wanted to know. No way. Liar. It really is. I'm not lying. <laughs> <laughs> People remind me of that sometimes. What did you do um, in the Bible? You're hanging I, out with uh, Mary Magdalene or something, right? You guys were girlfriends? No, you know, I I don't actually know. I think that I um also was a resurrector like Jesus. Oh, okay. <laughs> Tabs the new Jesus. Okay. Um, okay, well we'll get we'll find out. One of our listeners once did say like they would think what would Tab and Gretchen do? I don't know. Anyways, let's go back to the Moore family. Okay. And Peter and Paul. Peter and Paul were always on the farm as young kids. They helped their dads out. They messed around. They played around. Much like I'm sure you had a friend or two that had an orchard or something in Ventura. Did you? I had a friend who had a banana farm in La Conchita. Oh, you did. And did you go there and hang out? Mm hmm. Yeah. I had a friend that had a lemon orchard and avocado orchard, and we would always be out there playing hide and seek and driving their farm vehicles before we were old enough to. And I think that is what Peter and Paul used to do also. Peter and Paul were more like brothers than cousins, but Peter was more the troublemaker. Seems like Peter's father, Gus, was a jerk. And often actually abused Peter. Peter took his abuse and outwardly showed it by becoming a bully himself. He would beat people up at school, talk back to adults, and act like a real prick. I would no say likey. Peter, yeah, I know. And I would say Peter was one of those guys that no one really liked. No one liked to be around him, but he still had a few friends that tolerated his annoying behavior. I think we all know people like that and maybe even sometimes let them into our social circles, even though they're like, "Ooh, you know, when you bring them around, there's going to be trouble. Peter also liked to shoot things, which a lot of people do, although it's not my thing. Peter set up a duck hunt on the property, shot lots of ducks. But when he started shooting other birds, his father had Roberto worker remove it so Peter could no longer shoot animals. Paul, cousin Paul, was different than Peter from all accounts. His dad didn't seem as awful as Gus, but maybe not the most loving parent either. Paul managed his abuse differently. He actually became a drug addict and got in trouble with the law. But 
stayed away from violence. So kind of see where these two boys were going in life. Not, not in the path that probably Grandpa Moore would like to have seen them. Yeah. So both boys kind of went their own way until 2011. Paul got his shit together and started working for his dad and his uncle back on the farm. Peter, on the other hand, he had started a landscaping business years ago after it was clear that his dad was not going to be helping him out. Actually, Peter says that when his grandfather was on his deathbed, that Grandpa Moore actually willed part of the farm to him, but nothing was ever in writing, so it didn't happen. Peter did have a resentment towards his father, so much so that he begged his grandmother to disinherit his father and give it to his uncle Roger, as he thought Roger would be more fair to him than his own dad. But that never happened either. So he just continued working in his landscaping business. I think he like laid sod uh, for a living, which, by the way, can be very lucrative. Trust me. We just got some new sod. Yeah, that's impressive. Our lawn what? is, well, new sod. Even just a <laughs> nicely maintained lawn. It's good, right? It's impressive. Oh, we don't. Our lawn is sad. Oh, it's, it's I. very sad. Listen, I, I, I need a well-manicured lawn. The problem was with my lawn is our, our sod. It came with infested worms. Oh, gnarly. Unfortunately. And uh, so then it all kind of died. So now we're trying to repair. Well, part of why I like putting so much Christmas shit, like Griswold style, in my front yard is because <laughs> it distracts from my gross lawn. It's like half dead. Yeah. That is true. Tis um, the season. I bet you, Peter, if he did my sod, it would all be nice and green. Oh, okay. But our guy, he's he's fixing it up. Okay, he's fixing it up. Okay. On July 16th, 2011, it was a normal day on the farm. Roberto, the farm guy, had been, actually had been there for 19 years by this time. He had brought his son to work. He often did that with any one of his kids. They always liked to ride along with their dad, and he was proud of his work. This particular morning, he brought his youngest son, Fabian, who was only seven years old. They both drove in a truck to the rice fields where he had to turn on an irrigation system, and when Roberto jumped out of his truck, his his little son stayed inside watching his dad. Roberto headed to the irrigation panel. It kind of looks somewhat like a breaker box, if you can picture that. Like it okay. has like a, almost like a dial on it, like a, you know, what they check your meter. And then you open it up and you kind of flip some switches to turn things on. When he opened it up, it blew up and Roberto was on fire. His son saw the whole thing happen. And went to help his dad, but his dad literally was on fire. He couldn't even get to his dad's cell phone. So this little boy just started running. He ran over two miles to his neighbor's house begging for help. He ran through those like rice muddy fields, you know, when they 
Yeah. They have rice. It's like rice patties, you know? Yeah. He ran through some sunflower fields, and when he showed up, he was shoeless and scared. There wasn't the a closer right telephone up. at, like, the farm? He's seven. I think he just didn't know where he was or which way to go. Okay. You know? Just think about, like, your kid. If they were just in the truck I would and, still... like... Okay. I don't know. When my kid got mi- went missing on Halloween, I was like, they're never going to make it back. And it's not even like a mile radius. I don't know. Whenever he that's how far he had. A, that's how far he ran before he found something, you know. OK. Eighteen hundred acres. It's pretty big. Dude, that's big. Yeah. So yeah. I'm sure he just was. I don't know. I mean, poor kid. But he yeah. found somebody and okay. neighbors called for help. And by the time they got to Roberto, it was clear that he was deceased. Police came and they kind of chalked it up to just a random electrocution that something sparked in the box and and electrocuted him. But something seemed off. Paul actually thought something seemed off. He found some pieces of metal that were not associated with the system and went to the police a couple days after the incident and said, this looks like it might be malice. And you know what? Maybe my cousin Peter could be linked to this killing. Uh, Paul said, "Uh, he just sent me a couple texts a few weeks ago over his landscaping business and he wanted back into farming. So Paul shows the investigators these text messages stating that Peter thought Roberto should be fired, that he was incompetent, and how he wanted back onto the farm. Investigators were brought in, you know, like the ATF, to really examine if this could be a bomb and not an accidental electrical explosion. And come to find out, it seemed to be so. There were, yeah, there was a spring that looked like a little spring from a mousetrap. There was metal, like homemade spikes from metal and chemicals found that would indicate this was actually a bomb. But would Peter really kill Roberto? Hey guys, I want to tell you about Care of Vitamins because no matter how old or young you are, it is always a good idea to try to be as healthy as you can. And Gretchen and I have relied on Care of for our daily vitamin routine for a while now. They have high quality ingredients, are super transparent about how they make their vitamins, which we love and appreciate. And they make it easy. They take the guesswork out of what we should be taking every day. We took a in-depth quiz that wasn't too long, so don't worry. And they formulated our vitamins just for each of us. They ask questions like diet and lifestyle. And be honest, guys, because they tailor it just for you. I love that they come in individualized packets. So every day I just pop one of those open take it done. It really makes taking vitamins very, very convenient. And for you guys, they're offering 50% off the first order, which is amazing. So it's 50% off your care of order. You go to takecareof.com 
Again, it's takecareof.com and enter the code CLINK50. Takecareof.com, enter code CLINK50. Upon investigation, authorities found that Peter almost beat up Roberto at one time. Peter also resented him for working on the farm and thought that Peter's father treated Roberto more like a son than he did Peter. And honestly, Gus did treat Peter like trash. I've seen that, though. Where a father treats like treats like the son, in, like a son-in-law or something better yeah. than his own son. I mean, and you see like a ton of resentment. I mean, hello, yeah. that is sort of the case on The Real Housewives of New Jersey with Teresa's dad treating oh. Joe du- Judice, who ended up being not so great. Hello, Teresa had to go to jail over him. Better yeah, than right. his son. And it caused a huge thing. Ruined the yes. whole christening. Table flipping, well, all listen. that shit. Listen, I think this is ruining their whole life here. Those sons. That's why he was so aggro, because those sons want their father's approval. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And and Peter did not have it. Peter never got it. So the motive is there for Peter to knock off Roberto, right? Knock off Roberto. Maybe, Maybe Gus decides that. Peter's worth coming back onto the farm. He can get rid of the landscaping business and make a, you know, a good living and eventually take over the farm once uh, his father passes away. So they storm into Peter's house. They take his computers, cell phone, search his property for any bomb making materials. But guess what? What? Everything came back clean. You know, I'm he just fascinated more- by like that you can get on the interweb and learn how to make a bomb. Don't you think that should be illegal, especially with all this stuff right now where they're censoring so much stuff on on the Internet? Like you're not going to censor actual things that really kill people. Yeah. I haven't searched it yet, but how to make a bomb. I think you shouldn't. (laughs) I know. I think you shouldn't because I think I. Yeah. Maybe the FBI will start watching me or something. But I want to search it just to see what how easy is it? I remember people in high school had that anarchy cookbook and it had like all these bomb making recipes and crazy shit. Who are you hanging out with? (laughs) Bad guys. Yeah. Bad guys. Passed around. Yeah. Bad guys. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. I do not remember that. That was not my social circle. Not your jam? (laughs) No. (laughs) Well, I didn't like have a copy on my persona. Yeah. But you saw it. I did see it. You know, those those guys at Ventura High School, they seem to be a little bit more uh, yeah. extra interesting. Yeah. Extra. Right. Mm-hmm. OK, so he did have one thing that popped up that seemed a little odd. It was a YouTube video of a rat trap sparking something. Um, It brought pause to them because of the rat trap piece that they found, like the spring in um, the bomb. But along with all these other YouTube, like their his history, it he just watched prank sites. You know, yeah. he wasn't watching bomb making sites yeah, or anything that, like that. He had that anarchy cookbook. <laughs> he maybe <laughs> did have the anarchy cookbook. Mind you, Peter isn't an intellect. Okay. So okay. he's not watching Discovery Channel. He's yeah. He was known as not the sharpest tool in the shed. Um, 
And even his family members thought they did not think he had enough brain power to make an actual bomb, which you just asked me if it was hard. This particular bomb, they thought, needed a lot of electrical work to get it to explode. Okay. So just a couple weeks after the incident, police received a letter in the mail. The letter was stamped with eight stamps, but the postmark was from Sacramento area. So it was a bit of an overstamp situation. Mm. The letter read, and I'm going to read you the whole thing, okay? Okay. I am responsible for the panel explosion. I am military trained, expert in Vietnam devices. I received info and instructions via USPS, name, age, vehicle, ID, and plate number, location, and meter number for the panel. First three fuses, the device had dual triggers and detonators. Trigger one, vibration activated. Trig two, drop weight activated upon door opening. Two inch gallon pipe and quarter of gasoline in plastic bottle. Upon detonation, gas autonomized for a millisecond, completed the circuit triggering, flashover, thus electron electrocution. Fail safe and no disarming. Lab result will be in military grade powder, black spray painted epoxy, no DNA. This is an MS-13 violent gang job. Something about a Mexico deal gone wrong. Why am I helping you? I received another package via USPS Target 2. I will not take this job because the info I received is wrong. I got name, age, vehicle description, plate number, and location. The target is brother of Target 1 and drive the Chevy. This vehicle info is the same as the job 1. White Ford, same plate number. I finally found the Ford and now it is driven by some young guy, not the brother. Since I will not take this job, I will soon be re- it will soon be reassigned. Someone will take it. The next guy might not catch the error in the info and the wrong person will die. I would decline anyways because I saw Target 2 with his girls and I can't deal with this. Target 2 knows the Mexico connection and that is the reason for relocating. And 4, it was like the number 4. And then N will not help Target 2. The, the letter N. Okay, I think it means and, but it's the letter N. Okay. They will find him. He needs to be careful. They gave me two months, the number four, this job. It will be reassigned in five weeks. Whoever is driving the Ford is very much in danger. This is my first and final job. I am sure MS-13 will figure out I tipped authorities and will soon come for me. My house and property are protected. Larger devices. I am over this. God luck. I think they meant good luck. I think so. If you, the the letter you, come for number four, me, call first. I will come peacefully or detonate this device. Okay. Strange. Strange, but clearly they're telling the truth. You think so? Because the police didn't think so. They didn't think so, but they are Mm-mm. giving them all this proof by all this information that's going to be happening on there. Yes, yes. So they're coming after Eduardo. Yeah. That's what they're saying. Eduardo doesn't know anything about any kind of Mexican gang connection, but it's possible. I mean, I don't, it's possible. I am um, more struck by the fact that it's like giving details about how the bomb was made as like, 
proof that they did it. So, I mean, the police could verify. 100% the way that the bomb was made is how this letter was written, for sure. Okay. This letter was also followed by another letter. Um, I, I think that, by the way, let me just tell you, I think that they didn't think it was from Mexico because the eight stamps, I think whoever put the eight stamps on there thought it would mean it came from like a far distance, but didn't really realize they, they like stamp it at the post office, you know? Yeah. Well, yeah. Maybe they gave it to somebody else to mail where and said, mail this wherever. Okay. Who could knows? Be right. Who knows? Who knows? I could be very wrong. So <laughs> it, fo- it was followed by another letter that had a drawn out replica of the bomb and how it was made. So they still didn't buy that it was this Mexican gang. Okay. Okay. I'm talking about Rakuten. Have you checked it out? Because I recommend you do. Rakuten is the most rewarding way to shop and save because the members earn cash back on everything they buy. Rakuten is a shopping platform that partners with over 3,500 stores that I know I shop online at like Zappos, Sephora, and Best Buy. We are all already online shopping at our favorite stores, so why not be saving while doing it? It's a no-brainer. Rakuten is the smartest way to save money when you shop. How it works is the stores pay Rakuten a commission for sending them shoppers and Rakuten shares the commission with its members. You get paid via check or PayPal quarterly. Membership is free and it's easy to sign up. Start all your shopping at Rakuten.com or get the Rakuten app and start saving today. Your cash back really adds up. Listeners, today's episode is sponsored by Acorns. Are you busy? Well, of course you are. And if you're like me, that means you put off investing because maybe it just doesn't seem urgent or it's intimidating. Enter Acorns. Acorns makes it easy to start automatically saving and investing for your future. You don't need a lot of money or expertise to invest with Acorns. In fact, you can get started with just spare change. Acorns recommends an expert built portfolio that fits you and your money goals, then automatically invests your money for you. What I love about Acorns is that it gives you the tool to give your money a chance to grow. You don't have to start with a lot. Just start. Believe me, it feels great. Head to acorns.com slash clink or download the Acorns app to start saving and investing for your future today. Client testimonial may not be representative of all clients. Tier one compensation provided. Compensation provides an incentive to positively promote Acorns. View important disclosures at acorns.com slash clink. Investing involves risk, including the loss of the principal. Please consider your objectives, risk tolerance, and Acorns fees before investing. Acorns Advisors LLC Acorns is an SEC registered investment advisor. Brokerage services are provided to clients of Acorns by Acorns Securities LLC member FINRA slash SIPC. For more information, visit acorns.com. Police then got an anonymous call to look at Paul, not Peter. Paul, they thought. Why Paul? Paul worked at the farm. Paul had half of his shares of the farm from his dad. He had nothing to gain by Roberto's passing. But they have to check out everything, so they did. And it turns out that maybe Paul also resented Roberto. 
Although they worked alongside one another, Roberto had the upper hand around the farm. And Roger, Paul's dad, also really loved Roberto. He left lots, if not all, decisions of the farm up to Roberto. And that made Paul feel kind of less than. Better. Okay. He had also told Paul he needed to earn the respect of the employees uh, around the farm, as well as spend years working there before he was to get half of his shares. Investigators actually found some metal fragments in the barn that Eduardo, Roberto's brother, claimed he saw Paul tinkering with one day. So in December, Paul's house was raided, his phone, computers, everything was seized. And it turns out that maybe Paul actually resented Roberto a little bit more than they thought, and even resented his cousin Peter, too. He had a letter on his computer titled, My Life. It spoke about him being young on the farm and Peter getting to drive the better air-conditioned tractor because he was such a pussy. And he got to go on the shitty tractors. Holy shit, I didn't even, I've never heard of an air-conditioned tractor. (laughs) That is pretty bougie. I would be pretty bitter (laughs) about that, too. (laughs) It's hot in Northern Uh, California. It is. Shoot. It it also, he also thought the Ayala brothers were trying to take over his life. It talked about his own father and how his father thought he was an idiot and regarded Roberto as so smart and intelligent, making Paul feel real crappy. They also found that Paul had erased part of the text messages that he had shown the investigators in the very beginning about Peter not liking Roberto. Turns out he erased his part of the text messages that maybe, which I'm speculating, egged Peter on to say that about Roberto. Another thing he wrote in his letter, using those number four as four and the letter U as U, exactly how the letter was sent to the police was written. Mm. And then there was a smoking gun, a blank piece of white paper that had faint lines on it, indents that were something had drawn like indents that something had drawn on the paper above. And when they sent it to the lab, it was almost an exact replica of the paper the police were sent in the mail of the bomb. And there were four fingerprints lifted from that paper and all happened to be Paul's. Wait. What do you think about that, The fingerprints were lifted from the the paper, the white piece of paper. The white piece of paper, not the letter. Not the letter. So the letter had no DNA or fingerprints. Neither of the letters had any fingerprints or DNA. The only fingerprints that they found were from the white piece of blank paper that looked like it had something traced on top of it, had trace marks. Also, the bomb replica on that paper, it was pretty close. Um... A couple of the lines were off, but maybe just because the paper underneath shifted a little bit or the paper on top shifted, you know? Yeah. Um, so they arrested Paul Moore and tried him for murder 
of Roberto I'm just Ayala. a little confused. Like, why would he send those letters to the police after? They really didn't so have I anything. Don't... And it doesn't sound like they were even pointing the finger at him. That sounds like real stupid. <laughs> okay. So I don't know. This case, to me, is a little bit weird. And I was going to talk to you after I finished about it. Because I also, I'm like, something isn't adding up all the way to me. So Paul was adamant that he was innocent. He has, he still claims that he's innocent. He blames this whole thing on Peter. He thinks Peter was the one who killed Roberto. And Peter planted the piece of paper in his house. Peter says, I have not even been in your house in ages. So that's a stretch. It's not me. Yeah. With his fingerprints Um, on it. Okay. He says that his fingerprints are on it, on that white piece of paper, because he was doing something with his blinds and like put his hand down on it. The bomb is from somebody that is skilled, um, that someone knows how to do electrical work. And that is something that Paul was pretty good at. Even his own father said that he was good at electrical stuff. His son said he was good at electrical stuff. So... And everybody says that Peter couldn't have done it. So the jury believed the prosecution, too, and convicted Paul of murder uh, with a life sentence um, without parole. The Ayala family has since sued the Moore family farm and won a $20 million settlement to which their lawyers think they will never see any of it. I can't find... Any information on this Moore family. I think they went bankrupt. Well, then they should have to sell that damn farm and pony up the money to that family. Time to get rid of the farm. Time to sell the farm. I know they got some money from a workers' comp claim, like a settlement, um, the Ella family. But I cannot even find the Moore family. More brothers farm anymore, so I no. don't think it exists. They need like enough money to put those kids through college. They need, they need to sell the farm. I know. They yeah. need, I think they deserve the twenty million bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with it. Paul has appealed his conviction, um, but it was denied. But like I said, I do have interesting feelings on this case because I'm not a hundred percent convinced the. Actual evidence was this piece of paper. That's what convicted him, right? Why would he send why would he send those letters acting like it was the, you know, this complicated thing? Gang? I don't know. I don't think that that I think that on some level some people just kind of do want to get caught. Or at least or they want to play a little chase. They want to just watch yeah, it I unravel. Mean, it's like you always hear about the criminals show up at the crime scene or something. Like, yeah, they're not smart. Well, <laughs> it did just seem like he was playing with them, right? Yeah, that's what that yeah. was. He probably thought about this for a long time. And this he was like getting off on this shit. Yeah. And he wanted to see the investigation unfold and like kind of keep it going. Right. Yeah. So crazy. That is crazy. And yeah, 
sad. So do we know what prison facility he is in? Oh, I did look it up. He is in prison still in California, but it is not. What's San Quentin? Uh, mm -mm, It's not San Quentin. It is not. Let me tell you. It's Avenal State Prison. You know where that is? I am not familiar. Yeah, I've never heard of that. So maybe either. it's a um, maybe it's a lower security prison. So maybe he's one number one King's Way in Avenal, California, which I've not even heard of that. They get to do a lot of stuff there. They have auto body, auto mechanics. Oh yeah. They have education. They have a furniture factory, metal factory, egg factory. So I think it sounds like yeah, he a must good have been deemed be uh, low risk. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, probably because they they don't really know if he actually did it. Yeah. It I mean, it seems seem like, like he a did. a huge amount of proof. Oh, my God. You know what? I just, I watched that Golden State Killer, I'll Be Gone in the Dark documentary on oh HBO gosh, Max. I've been watching it, too. Oh, my God. I just cannot believe. I need to know more. Like, I need to know more about what he's doing in prison now. If you haven't watched it, at the end of the documentary, they show the Golden State Killer, Joe D'Angelo, get wheeled in, you know, to the courtroom. And he he says he's sorry, sort of. And how can he be sorry? He's not sorry. He just says he talks like an old man. I've heard your statements and I'm sorry. But he is like acting like he's so feeble. And then they show these videos of him like crawling around his cell. It's super creepy. He's like trying to put he's trying to cover the light. And so he like climbs on top of like the bed and the desk and he's doing all this stuff. It's like this dude, if you're in a wheelchair, you would not be doing this. Like if he really needed all that stuff. And he's like doing exercises. He's like not a feeble old man. He's in he's 74, but he's. He's like flexible. He's agile. Dude, listen, there's a lot of 74-year-olds that are still totally with it. So it just makes it so much more creepy that it's like, oh my God, he's trying to fool everyone, you know, still. I just uh he's gross. He's so gross. I hate it. Um I also cannot believe what these women had to go through. And it's almost like when you hear their stories that they were like, I don't know, like they just, they were so scared of him coming. But then once he did, they all were like, we just kind of knew that that was what he was going to do to us. Well, yeah. Yeah. They just wanted to live. And the ones that are there, are the ones that did are lucky because he committed 13 murders. Yeah, what's crazy is like, especially in the town of Visalia, he had like a reign of terror there. I mean, he hit so many houses. He was part of a stakeout because somebody spotted footprints, you know, below their window. Mm -hmm. And the police saw him at one point. I mean, how terrifying to like, if I knew there was a rapist on the loose, like, that was as violent as him. The thing is, is, I don't think it was portrayed. Things were in newspapers then, you know, like, I don't think it was portrayed yeah. as violent and as horrible as it was. And people weren't, women weren't as forthcoming with how right terrible it was at the time. 
But God, if you knew, can you imagine? I I, I couldn't go home. Sleeping in your house no. and like he's been there. There's the footprints. Oh, my God. No way. Would never. And, you know, they were like, OK, you know, tie a string to a bell and tie it to your doors. And I'm like, oh, my God. Can you imagine? Fuck. I mean, we're so lucky we have alarm systems now. Yes. And ones that are really inexpensive. So pretty much anybody can get an alarm system these days. Uh, I'm so um, glad this man got his. These women got justice. I also was kind of struck by he has like a niece or something that he helped raise. And I think she said something like, I can't believe this is you. I still love you, Uncle Joe. I just wanted to fucking slap her. Gross. It's gross. I'm That's sorry. So I get that he like. Yeah, but I'm sorry. I can't think of a family no. member of mine that committed that I learned committed atrocities like this that I'd be like, I still love you. I'd be like, you're a fucking monster. You're going to rot in hell. Never. Bye. Never. Bye. Yeah. 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 But then maybe that's just me. (laughs) (laughs) No, not. All right. So that's a WAP for today. You guys, uh, if you want more of us, we are on patreon.com forward slash housewives of true crime. You can check out our Halloween video. We got dressed up for that. If you're still in the Halloween spirit, Gretchen's doing a bonus crime next week this week no it's gonna be the following week okay next week and follow us on housewives of true crime group on facebook follow our youtube please and we're also on instagram if you want to look at us there anything else crutchy poo that's all i can think of all right have a great week guys clink 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 clink